Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It is Friday, July 7th, 2023. Yeah, I did it, okay? Even though it went backwards and I'm like, really, really? There we go. July 7th, 2023. Uh, Beckler, once again, away today. It's just me here. That being said, we had a really fun show today. Got to be honest. I actually have to get out of here pretty quickly because I'm going to a remote. I'm uh, going to broadcast from Capital Chef GMC, and we're going to do this stampede thing. Uh, It's always very busy at this time of year for us, so I'm actually leaving the show secretly early. Nobody else will know this, but the last hour of the show is secretly pre-recorded right now. Fancy! I don't... The joys of technology! And uh, I'm going to drive down to Lake Fraser Gate and go do this remote. Um, In the meantime, though, today we chatted about how every single word in the English language relates back to one name. Okay, this is absolutely insane. I have some super interesting etymology that I got to of gorilla, which uh, it's a little bit embarrassing and almost offensive to women. Okay, so we'll get to that. On top of that, I phoned my boyfriend Cliff and we get his good laugh it's always contagious so that's a great Friday laugh if you need a good one that'll help you out today and some more super ridiculously mundane small town news we'll get to all of that after your out of context clip of the show a a good towel snap Uh. is the best ever (laughs) the Beckler and Shauna podcast well it's of course time for the most important part of this radio program it's the Friday morning pizza chat thanks to Atlas Pizza I'm a big fan of that one. Also, I'm glad I didn't even remember that he did the oh, just anything Michael Jackson. You got to do oh. Anyway, um, this is interesting, but I remembered recently when I went to France. There was some sort of pizza variant that we were taught to make. And I was chatting with a friend recently, and I was like, what the heck was that? And I looked into it, and uh, it's actually called Flamme, okay, for short, or Flammkuchen, all right? That is the German uh, way of saying it. Essentially, it translates to flame cake. And we were taught to make this. And I remember I was like, this is this is pizza, but they have a weird name for it. But I want to describe it to you because they were saying, no, this is not pizza. And I'm like, it's damn close. Okay. So first of all, it's this crispy dough. All right. Just like pizza, thin crust pizza, very similar type of dough. Uh, here's the thing, though. It's not necessarily originally made with cheese. Originally, it's creme fraiche. Now they make it with cheese though right but uh, creme fraiche was what it started out as and it actually began as a way to test the temperatures of an oven so a bit of dough was taken and rolled flat and then they put creme fraiche on it and it was baked in this wood-fired bread oven for a few minutes and the amount of time it took for the flamacooch to blistered crispiness told them the oven's temperature so that's what they kind of used before there were actual thermometers to tell you the heat of an oven which is kind of cool uh, obviously though it wasn't invented originally to be edible and then they tried it after and were like actually this is pretty good too and it tests our oven temperature so why not 
But on top of it, they always put toppings like bacon and traditional uh, pizza toppings now. So would you consider that a pizza? I know pizza purists will deny, but it is kind of the France and German version of pizza is Flemkuch. So if you ever see Flemkuch when you're traveling through Europe and you're like, what is that? It's their version of pizza. You should give it a go. It actually is very tasty. Also, I just really like saying the word Flemkuch. It's a good word for your lady bits as well. Your Flamkuch. Yeah, look at the Flamkuch on her. Right? Actually, as flam translates to flame, that would be particularly fitting if you were a redhead. As you may or may not know, my boyfriend absolutely loves videos of men getting hit in the nuts. Like, more so than anybody else I ever know and anybody else you will ever meet. He must be on the Hall of Fame. To the point where he will watch the same video over and over and laugh equally as hard every single time. It's unbelievable. He'll see a movie a million times, and if there's a nut shot in it, he will laugh aggressively every time. And we like to share his laughter because it's it's fairly addictive. This is one of the things I love about him. So I figured this morning on Friday, we could probably all use a little laugh. So I'm going to phone up my boyfriend. I just sent him this link. So I'm going to make him open it, and we can all share the joy of him watching a nut shot video together. Okay. Morning. Morning. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, I sent you an email. Sent this morning? Mm-hmm. Did Hang you get it? Second, let me take a look. It should be right, like I just yeah, sent. Yeah, I got it. Okay, could you open it up for me and then click that link? Okay. Could you describe what you're seeing here? Let's watch it again together. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's pretty funny. Oh, uh, You know, a, a good towel snap is the best ever. <laughs> so it's a massive meathead, right? <laughs> yeah. And he is beside this small kid. And the the caption is David versus Goliath, and this guy looks like he's gonna kill this kid, and then the kid just goes gives him the old towel snap right to the gonads there, and this is what happened. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Thank you for that. I needed that this morning. Get me going. <laughs> What I love about this is that you can watch this over and over and you will laugh every single time. I'm already sending it to a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll laugh when he sends it back. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Okay. Thank you. That's going to give us the fuel to get through our day. Thanks for that. Have a great day. God, I love the slow motion shot. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, have a great day. You too. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You ever realize that jack is used in a ton of words? Think about it. Jackknife, jackass, lumberjack, jack in the box, jack of all trades, jackhammer. Why is this the case? I got thinking about this is kind of a bonus etymology, I suppose, but uh, in a weird way, a little bit of a different etymology, I suppose. Uh, But I looked into it. So jack is another nickname for John. 
And John, as you probably know, is the most common name in the English language and even beyond. In fact, Beckler and I have laughed before about how essentially everybody is actually named John. Because if you trace back a ton of names, they all actually are nicknames of John. Like Juan, Ivan, Jean, Sean, Jane, Jackie. All of these names are actually all traced back to John. Anyway, when it came to the Jack of all trades, for example, or Jack in the Box... Jack is used as a generic term, essentially meaning the everyman. Again, because it's a nickname of John, very common name. So the everyman is Jack. So the Jack of all trades really is just the man of all trades or the Jack in the box, essentially man in the box. There you go, Allison Chains. A lumberjack just means a lumberman, essentially. So there you go. When it comes to tools like a jackhammer, the Jack is kind of seen as an assistant to man. So the jackhammer is called that because it's the assistant hammer for your job, essentially. A car jack, it helps assist in lifting your car. It's like having a little assistant that is the everyman, the jack, right? So what I've learned here is that not only can every name be traced back to the name John, but every freaking word can be, okay, through with the nickname of Jack. We should... We should change the name of the English language to John, okay? What do, what do you speak? Well, John. Everything we say is John. If somebody's trying to imitate an English speaker, all you have to say is John, 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 John. Oh, yeah, they're speaking John, honestly. If you're ever in a bind and you're trying to figure out what word somebody's thinking, you know, just say John. It's probably true in some way or another. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So Beckler and I love small town news because it's just so wholesome. There's always these stories that are, you know, fairly mundane, I have to say, because not a whole lot is going on in small towns. Uh, And I came across a few that just absolutely killed me recently. First of all, I came across this local TV station and... uh, In their breaking news, they just had a live shot of the low tide. That was it. That was part of their breaking news because they didn't clearly have anything else going on. And then there was some footage of this annual Canada Day parade. And the majority of the floats were just regular cars. Like the residents were just driving down the street in their regular vehicles. To be honest, half the time I was like, do they even know the parade is going on? The whole thing was absolutely hilarious. But again, if you don't have a lot of people, then that's, I mean, better than nothing. Anyway, these are what inspired today's small town news. These are always real, actual headlines from small towns. Let's just jump right into her here. Small town news with Beckler and Shauna. The top story this evening. The TV bingo feed went down yesterday, which led to a number of very upset residents. Merle Jackson sent a very strongly worded fax to the station. Merle, I didn't even realize we still had a fax machine. The annual Canada Day Parade took place on Main Street with a whopping 46 entries this year. Only four of those were actual floats. The rest were residents driving their regular vehicles down Main Street. I... I don't think some even realized the parade was happening. I know Mr. Smithers was actually just trying to get to the drugstore to refill his prescriptions. And now, we bring you to a live shot of low tide. There it is. And we're we're going to cut away from that now as Terry is taking a p- on the beach again. Uh, before Merle sends another fax, yes, Terry has been warned. 
that public urination is illegal. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So my new condo overlooks Stampede Grounds, and uh, I posted this video yesterday of just the grounds right before they were about to open, saying it begins. I was pretty excited about it. I still like Stampede, and of course, all the comments of the video were like, I can't wait for it to end. I hate Stampede. And Beckler and I have talked about this before. Okay, there are some stampede snobs out there. There are some people who get real uppity about it. I know a lot of people go away for stampede. I mean, yes, things get a little bit busier, but remember that this is something that we are projecting out to to the world. It's super fun. Okay, lots of people are in town for this. It's still, I think, a good time. But I thought that this would probably be a good time just to... To replay some stampede snobbery that we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. I rent out my loft on Airbnb and make a fortune. Then I spend the week in Okanagan sipping wine with more cultured people. Hmm. Yes, I don't drink Budweiser. It loses its integrity with the bulk production. It's produced in much too high quantities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Out-of-towners don't know how to drive in our city. There aren't enough conscious food. Food options on the midway. No, my favorite craft beer dispensary just becomes simply too crowded. None of these people are even real cowboys. Mm-hmm. Do you even ranch? <laughs> it smells of fried foods and bad decisions outside. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have called to rant with you because I love Stampede. Okay. And it drives me nuts when everyone complains about it. I know. It is just like, get over it. It happens every year. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like it, then just stay away from the Stampede rounds. Everything else also, stays pretty similar. I also think that the uh, the people that are complaining about it don't understand the, the revenue that actually comes in from all these tourists coming to town, and especially the small businesses that have suffered really poorly over the last four or five years. You're right. I think it's a great opportunity to add some more money into our economy in Calgary. Totally, totally. And I, I yeah, you're right. I should have said that as well because that is definitely a great perspective to take on it because you're, you're right. I mean, we've... Yeah, we've had a hard few years, so this is great for the small businesses as well. And again, it's fun, okay? Like, I don't care what you say. I still enjoy it. I still go like like going to the rodeo at least once during Stampede. Like, I don't know what people are on about. Totally. The evening show is so much fun. Our daughter wants to become a young Canadian because of the evening show. So it's encouraged her to be more physically active and be out there and be a part of a group. But oh. you will definitely see me waving at you in my polka dot dress, drinking my $14 beer, eating my foot-long hot dog, Bring waiting to get into the evening show at some point this week. Absolutely. So. I know. I'm uh, actually right now trying to decide which day I'm going to go to the evening show because, yes, I still think it's good fun, okay? I don't I don't Totally. Care. And that the, the totally. fireworks show is phenomenal, and that you can watch from afar, and it's free, and I'm just like, all right, all right, let's take a, let's take a little breather here, okay? Let's, let's smoke <laughs> Did a little you go hookah, last year? whatever we need, yeah, yeah. and just chill yeah. the break out, all right? Did you, did you go last year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so every, the evening... The evening show last year was my favorite because I absolutely love drone shows. So seeing the involvement of the drones in the evening show, I think is just so cool. And 
just something that kind of encourages people to see the technology that goes behind these events because it's not just a bunch of cowboys. Like, I met two guys in town yesterday who didn't even know the stampede was going on, and I said, are you here for the stampede? And he said, no, what's that? What? And he said, I was kind of wondering why there were so many cowboys walking around downtown. <laughs> and I said, they only come out, it's 10 days of cowboy dress-up for the most part. <laughs> That's hilarious. Imagine being in town for something else, especially if you're from overseas or something and just haven't heard of it. And you're like, wow, cow- people really do dress cowboy here, don't they? <laughs> These guys were from Windsor, Ontario, so like a bunch of uh, Windsor, Detroit boys oh. hanging out, and they've got all their Gucci clothes and walking around with all the cowboys. It was pretty good. It was Holy. good times. Oh, my God. That's really funny. Well, <laughs> totally. thank you so much for that. That's awesome. And yes, I will defend Stampede, and thank you for also joining in on that with me. <laughs> no problem. I hope you have an awesome time. You too. See you later. Bye. Okay. Bye. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I don't know how I got thinking about this, but um, I was thinking about all of the sounds that the young kids these days probably have never heard and probably will never hear. And Sam, uh, weekend lovely media <laughs> guru, everything. Sam is in the studio Resident with me. office young kid. Resident office young kid <laughs> is exactly what you are. And I was like, I wonder if you'll know some of these sounds. All right, I'm... If I get at least one of these, I'll be happy. Uh, you'll, you'll definitely. I think you might actually get most of them, to be honest, because okay. I'm sure you've heard them. But I'm curious. I'm I'm genuinely curious. So let's kick it off here with the first one. Okay. That is a projector or like a, like, yeah, a projector. Okay. So it does actually sound like a projector. So I'm going to give that one to you. That's actually a rotary phone. Do you know oh, what a rotary yeah, yeah. phone is? I used to use one in my grandma's basement. Okay, so, great. Yeah, that was yeah. the other thought I had in my head. Good. Okay, so there you go. One for one. All right. This one is super easy. Oh, God. Uh, is that... That's a typewriter. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so there's two for two. What about this one here? Oh, it's dial-up internet. Okay. Because we didn't, when I was a kid, we didn't have, like, fancy internet. We still had, like, dial-up. Okay. So. I'm glad you were still exposed to some of the old people sounds. Great. Okay, the next one. Oh, God, is that a VCR? That's a VCR. Woo! Holy hell. Did you have a VCR <laughs> growing up? Yeah, same thing. Okay, we great. Had, we had outdated stuff until, like... I got a little bit older. You know, I appreciate this about your dad. Yeah. Keeping you with the outdated stuff so that you are up on these sounds still. Because I think there's a few people who will be listening and be like, I don't understand what any of this crap is. Okay, and then this one, I'm sure you'll get, but... I'm going to shut that off because it's really irritating. Is that straight? I don't know if I know that one. So, late night television, when it used to shut off, like when the channel would end and they wouldn't have any programming, would just play that. Ah, yeah, okay. You'd wake up after watching Red Shoe Diaries, which was erotic TV that was on cable TV. Super late at night, and as kids, you were like, oh, look at this. It was very uncomfortable. Anyway, that would be on in the background when you'd wake up, because the programming for the night would have ended, and it would just be that. So the, that's nonstop with the bars, you know, the yep. like color bars, and that would be it. And so you'd wake up in the middle of the night, and you'd be like, what the sh- is that and it would be that noise wake up from a night of drinking and you just hear beep mm-hmm. yep that was uh that's never what you want to hear you're like is this my hangover setting in already or is there something else happening the beckler and shauna podcast etymology with shauna
So I've got a few for you. I was nerding out on animals yesterday, and I'm going to extend that. So first of all, the word animal itself is based on Latin animalis, which means having breath. So animal just means having breath. That's all that means. Uh, Now, going to the rhinoceros. So this comes from the Greek in which rhino means nose. I love etymology, by the way, because it makes me come up with new nicknames for things, and I will be taking that one with me. Noses will now be referred to as rhinos. Hey, look at the rhino on her. Uh, They also, of course, this makes sense, because when you think about it, rhinoplasty, right, is the word for nose surgery. So, makes sense. Rhino, plasty, plastic. Anyway, charis in the rhinoceros means horn. So, the word rhinoceros literally just means nose horn. There's one for you. Uh, The word orangutan, super simple, means man of the forest. I also love this. An orangutan literally is just a forest man. There you go. And this one, you'd almost think is made up, but it's not. So, the name gorilla comes from the voyages of an explorer who sailed along the west coast of Africa nearly 2,500 years ago. But apparently there was a tribe that he encountered. And they called themselves the Gorillae, or at least that's what the English interpreters thought they were called. Uh, But they were a tribe of very hairy women. So, yeah, this stuck. When the official name of the actual gorilla species was needed, they went with gorilla after the tribe of very hairy women. You know, that's not very nice, okay? It's not nice at all, honestly. Like The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Not sure if you saw this story pop up, but uh, I think it has a lot of people chatting. It's about the Saskatchewan court that's ruled that sending someone a thumbs-up emoji could indicate a contractual agreement. So this happened in Saskatchewan a few years ago, but I guess a grain buyer in Saskatchewan sent a text to a farmer saying the company was looking to buy 86 tons of flax for $17 a bushel. And this buyer sent a texted picture of this contract to a farmer and then said, please confirm the flax contract. By the way, this is the most Saskatchewan story ever. But anyway, the farmer then responded with a thumbs up emoji to this contract. So again, they say, please confirm the flax contract. And then the farmer responds with this thumbs up emoji. And the buyer took this as confirmation that the flax would be delivered. Well, it wasn't. And the court actually ruled that no, in this context, the thumbs up emoji did indicate a contractual agreement. So everybody's absolutely furious by this. Everybody's like, you can't tell me that an emoji actually confirms a contract. Like, we can't say that. Here's the thing. I kind of see where they're coming from. Like, if you were to get a picture of a contract like that and somebody sent you the thumbs-up emoji when you said, please confirm, and somebody sends you a thumbs-up emoji, what else could that possibly mean? I suppose maybe it means, cool, I'll look at it later and then get to you, but I don't know. Like, I mean, that seems pretty, that seems pretty much like, yeah, that means that contract is good to me. You know, I think what's scary here is, of course, the precedence that this sets, because if we're saying now that emojis could mean different things, well, I mean, next time you send somebody an eggplant, right? Like, oh, I'm going to go pick up some eggplants. Can you add this to the grocery list? You send a little eggplant emoji and somebody's like, this person is soliciting sex. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was just chatting about the hail yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you saw the pictures, but some people got absolutely dummied by hail. And I'm in this local Calgary forum where somebody posted a photo of the hail and said, oh, my God, it's snowing in Calgary. And all the responses were people just being like, you know how we know you're not from Calgary? You think that's snow and not hail. 
And I was laughing. I was just like, well, ain't that the truth? That is a huge indicator you're not from here. If hail still surprises you and you mistake it for snow, Beckler and I have talked about this before, how Calgary must be the hail capital of Canada. It is a definite, very Calgary-centric thing. Not hail as a whole, but just the frequency we get it. And of course, you you see the dimpled golf ball cars and you get very sad and do a small prayer for them. Like, we know what happened there. We all understand and with all the tourists descending upon Calgary right now, there are a few other indicators that somebody's not from here. Uh, first off, when I see girls going out at night without a sweater, I know this is a minor one, but the temperature here drops significantly at night. And when I first moved here, I didn't realize that. So I'd go out when it was plus 30 and be in shorts and a tank top and learn very quickly. You need to bring layers because it could drop to near zero. I made that mistake camping too. It was 30 degrees in the city, went out, didn't bring a very warm sleeping bag. And then it did. It dropped to zero overnight. And I swear I had icicles on my nostrils. And I was like, never again. Never will I make that mistake again. Perhaps the biggest indicator you're not from here, though, you say Calgary. Yeah, we're going to Calgary. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. There are no Gary's here. It's Calgary. If I hear you say Calgary, I'm like, mm, where are you from there, Mike? You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. I don't want to wear boots. I had boots in high school. So I'm what? Done. What is that, 30 years ago? You can make a comeback. They wouldn't sell it if it tasted like ass. It's a crocheted butt plug. We don't do truckloads here. Uh, that's not an actual unit of measurement. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.